able can he he can yes, he's he gonna can. show you the day this is the big finish at lincoln lodge we're about to get it on the show so come on everybody and get the show on the road let's get it on the road <laughs> <laughs> I need a yummy tree to get away from everything that makes my tummy rumbly. Yes, grace. I love the sour cream that comes with the quesadilla. And don't forget about the guacamole too. Don't forget guacamole. Oh, when you make a quesadilla at home in the microwave with two really sad flour tortillas <laughs> from the back of your fridge and whatever cheese you have left honey that's lunch that's lunch that's lunch but that was so long ago that and was so long ago and I was so long ago six hours ago oh six hours ago and now ago. my tummy is oh, rumbling so once upon a time I ate a quesadilla And now I'm dying <laughs> Death has come Wow, that was one of our most somber songs <laughs> I, I do think that there is a sadness in quesadillas maybe There I mean, is Mm -hmm. We all think about we all think about the happy memories with the quesadilla, but there is a sadness. There is like a a darkness. Oh, like oh yeah. Let me just put this like shredded cheese on the. And these two very floppy pieces of bread. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of flops, uh, we are total flops because we forgot to introduce our very special guest in the podcast. Oh my god. My name is Becca Kenny. I'm Jamie Turner, and, and today we are joined by. Grace Baylor. <laughs> but this is <laughs> this is where you so This is the big finish. And today we are joined by the very funny and talented <laughs> Grace Baylor. Oh my god. That is not a flop. You are the cheese in the middle. Uh, yeah. th this is a quesadilla. <laughs> we are the two flops surrounding the che the, the warm cheese. hot cheese. Hot. You are a hot cheese hot bitch. Hot cheese. Yes. Watch out, lactose intolerant listeners. Oh honey, <laughs> if you can handle it if you can't handle it you're gonna be shitting tomorrow <laughs> you're gonna be shitting you're gonna be um, thinking of grace while you everybody's gonna hear my voice and they can't help but have diarrhea <laughs> i've always said <laughs> that's that. just that's I've what happens when i talk that. i'm a walking laxative 100 percent. you know so if you guys are, are feeling a little constipated we're um Grace's Grace. voice is going to relax your butthole, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. I often joke, um, whenever I have to like warm up a crowd, I often joke I'm a human popper. Uh, oh my God. Literally, I was trying to articulate that it, right now. And it's now. that. Yeah, it's and literally I, that. I always go around and I'm like, that's right, everybody, I'm here to loosen up your buttholes. I'm, co <laughs> I'm coming around one by one. Grace, are you, do, do you like poppers, by the way? I've, I've um, tried poppers, tried done poppers, poppers yeah. once. 
Okay, once. Okay, once. yeah. Once. I wish that I was offered them more. How do you? Mm, okay. Do you, do you think you give off a homophobic vibe? <laughs> Grace doesn't give a homophobic vibe. I can confirm. I feel like an old ass narc, but I am gonna ask like, what is a popper and how do you do a popper? Okay. First off, I actually don't like poppers because I did when I first started doing them, but then like the the last two times I did them, I was like, like immediately. <laughs> Thing, and I'm like, I should do this. Um, but if you've done a whippet, yeah, I've done whippets. They're very similar to whippets. Okay. They're they're you can't legally sell poppers, so okay. they're sold as VHS cleaner. Even though, as we all know, <laughs> we, we are not know. cleaning VHSs with we, them. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so funny. Um, so actually, popper is one of their biggest um, competitors. Is Netflix? No, no. Uh, no. I and um and you you like. They're primarily in the the gay community, used in the gay community, because it loosens up your butthole, as as Grace uh, demonstrated. Yes. Um, <laughs> as I demonstrated. As, as great, when, off camera, Grace gave us a little... A step by step. You know, uh, a live <laughs> I flash my showing. Yes. And, um, yeah. And then you you sniff it, and yeah. And it goes... And you that's your, bu- that's your you butthole feel, listening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel I feel like a loser. I missed that one. I'll have to. We'll do that. Find them. the find yeah. The we'll thing. we'll all just do poppers. <laughs> yeah, right after this show. We're all guys. I have a VHS thing. I need, I need help cleaning it. I need help. I, oh, I want to throw this movie party, but my VHS is all so dirty. <laughs> I I don't know what to do. <laughs> Somebody give me some VHS tape cleaner, <laughs> but let me smell it and make sure it works okay. Because I don't want any of the cheap stuff. I need the fancy VHS cleaners. Is it the same as the computer cleaner? It cleans computers too. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe because there's like a computer. I mean, I just know like when I was in high they school, people like- would in high school people would huff the computer cleaner. It's the same principle. It's all the same principle. It's all the same thing. We're it all, all just, comes from the same big family. <laughs> we're all we're all just we're all sniffing all and huffing. We're it's like all in this together. I was gonna say it's like the Kingdom Phylum class order family genus yes. species are different. Yes. The different well, species. Yeah, so the spe- so like the I guess the genus for this would be the um inhalants. Yes. So the, it is in the same vein as like sniffing glue or whippets. What or... happens if you sniff glue? Like, what do you feel like? Your nose gets stuck. <laughs> Your nose is like, ah. I am. Um, I've never sniffed no, glue. I, I've I never know. sniffed glue. Well, I think like it can't be like the Elmer's glue because I think they, they make that sniff proof, you know. But like <sighs> if you sniff like the old fashioned glue, like. Sometimes you'll see it, you know, like those like little containers, and then you yes. pop it up, and then it has like the little cue. The and one you... that we used to do at Growing Smiles. Yes. To... Oh my God. Yes. Totally. We should have been inhaling that yeah. glue. <laughs> uh, me and Grace have a long history together. Work famously working. Yes. Three different jobs together. Yeah. Like our day jobs. Not. I mean, so, in, so, uh, we. First started working at the Laugh Factory mm-hmm. together. I remember training you to be the box office person yeah. when I was leaving. Um, and then we later worked at Growing Smiles together, which is... Uh, I shouldn't say the actual name of the place. I know. <laughs> we later worked at, at, at a, Yeah, at a, 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 a kid's... De- well, I shouldn't say. At a, <laughs> at a dental office. We worked at a dental office yes. as yes. receptionist. Yes. <laughs> I love I love that. And I hated that job so much. I know much. you did. That's I hated why I, that job so I was there for two years. You were. I loved it. You were amazing at it, like beyond. Grace, <laughs> I loved it. Grace is like, the thing is, is that I've been in like several jobs with Grace, and me and Grace both have like the cheery personality, but Grace is so much more organized too on top of that that she has like she's not just smiling she's doing the right thing on the computer as well whereas my the whole system is very much like oh yeah that's great and I'm like I'm you know what I'm gonna enter in either now or later or like and people are I'm, like um Beckett did you get my insurance card and you're like yeah I'm totally submitting that claim you're so getting a check in the mail <laughs> And you're I, 
it, thank God those kids were rich because I I I took hundreds of dollars of no I, no. I didn't I did not I got in trouble a lot for for, for for getting to put an insurance though I got in trouble for everything there but um, I feel like growing it doesn't really seem like it's growing a single smile it sounds no, like it's my frown grew <laughs> in many ways but Grace did a great job there and and um yeah it was great and then we worked at 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 a company that we no longer work for as well that was a startup that I got laid off from <laughs> Grace survived uh, the layoff. She's a survivor. And now Grace is making the big leap to going from being a corporate baddie at at the startup we worked at to now becoming a full-time stand-up. And I would love for you to kind of discuss that with us. Yeah, I'd love to hear about how that's been feeling. Yeah, it's been been, um, cuckoo-cachoo, to be (laughs) quite frank with you guys, because I I was at this dentist's office for two years. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. then um, then I got the the sales tech startup job, Mm -hmm. and I was really good at that. Yeah. I was really good at that. Yeah. But then um, back in like- I want to say that I wasn't as bad the sales job as I was at the dentist. Oh, you were great job. at the sales job. I was good job. at the sales job. You were good at it. To be fair. Anyway, I think you just made it down. But, but Grace yeah. was Grace yeah. is so brilliant. I, I, I'm they, always so impressed by Grace. Anyway, thank you. Right back at you. I I, uh, I I was I was I was good at it. I was one of the you know top performers, and mm-hmm. then um, probably after the layoffs that happened, especially yeah. I was I the reality of like. Honestly, the tech industry hit me where I was yeah. like, oh, I, I don't, this is not fulfilling. This is not fulfilling. Yeah. I am not ending the day feeling like I made a positive impact or honored my own purpose. Yeah. And so the more then that I started to like pour love into myself and into comedy and into writing and into mm-hmm, acting mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and creativity, yeah. the worse my performance got at work. And I actually think that that was part of a similar journey I went to after the because we yeah. I mm-hmm. Grace survived two layoffs, I survived one layoff but got hit by the second one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which, if you want to like, hear more about that layoff experience when it was happening in real time, you can go back to our episode. I know, Victor we, yeah, like, yeah, and, you can hear about me eating cold chicken noodle soup because <laughs> oh, no. I was like, I'm not gonna order Uber Eats tonight because I'm poor now because <laughs> I have no and um. <laughs> Uh, I, and I like was at my. Apart- Why couldn't you heat the soup up? Because I was at my partner's new apartment, and I we didn't have any food. They didn't have any food in their apartment, so I had to go to the Seven Eleven to get food. I went and got like the easiest thing you could make. I went and got a Campbell's chicken noodle soup. They didn't buy a microwave or move a microwave. They just moved, yeah. And no. so I was like, I was like, it's okay. And then I tried to eat it cold, and then I was like. And then I just started crying. I would have And I ordered barbecue. Yeah. Good for you. Good. As you yeah. should. Yeah, no, I mean, I I'll I'll put a I'll put Uber Eats on a credit card before I have that experience. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I'm in debt. One hundred percent. Uber Eats um found out that um the thing that was really holding me back from eating all the time was going into the restaurant. <laughs> was walking to it. No, it was. It was. It was people seeing. You know. You know. Um, um, yeah. Wait. What? What? There was something you just said that I wanted to go back to. Um, oh, th- pouring more time and yes. energy into creativity oh, yes. and then performance well, and, going down and at work. And there was yeah. a moment where I really poured like my energy into creativity on like TikTok for a while. And, yes, I remember this. And it was great. You know, and I, I go back and forth because I do love the creative aspect and I love the things I made that time. But I also hated the social media aspect of it. Oh, Which yeah. is, ha- has been really difficult because yeah. I love making content what i i hate you like to create i like to create i love to create um but what what are what are some of the things that you have been pouring your creativity into yeah so i this is so interesting i something told me to like so i've always like loved writing and i um write for the radio i do i write for reductress do Mm -hmm. like that type of writing um but i started doing like stream of consciousness writing and then realized that like Oh, okay. This is like something, something big. So, um, I'm actually right now. I am working um on a children's book. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, that's so perfect I'm for you. I'm writing a children's book. You are like the perfect person to be like reading to children, even though. 
I don't want to expose you as, as a future ch- children's book art author. Um, I'm so curious I, what I, you want to say. <laughs> Although, how what? do you f- how do you feel about children? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> as, well, as somebody who worked at you with a, a place geared towards kids, and then <laughs> is, okay. I also context too. While working at this children's yeah. dental office, I did make the decision to sterilize myself. <laughs> <laughs> <That is> so- <laughs> But it's like you didn't want to have kids of your own. I could definitely that is, you, that is so true. Because you read the book and then I've you I've always leave. wanted to be an uncle. So I and, and see, I was born to be a grandma. Yeah. Not to produce. Yeah. But but I I respect kids. Um <laughs> I respect kids. I respect I, kids. I love that they are just like the way that they are. Like yeah. and and I think as a children's book author, mm-hmm. I'm approaching as like, you know what? These kids gotta learn. Yeah. Uh, I I'm gonna write a, a fun, entertaining story that'll it'll hopefully pass along some lessons and cute illustrations that they enjoy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Love. And and what 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 is the children's book? Um, it's so it's about my dog Buddy. <gasps> oh, Buddy is such an icon. <laughs> Buddy, Buddy is so cool. an icon. <laughs> um, and for those listening, Buddy is a little English cream golden retriever. I love Buddy. He's my best friend. Hence the, hence the name Buddy. Um, he's he's almost five, which is crazy, and. Oftentimes when I walk him, um, it's I sometimes it brings out like feelings um, of frustration. I'm like, buddy, mm-hmm. why are you pulling on the leash? Like, I know mm-hmm, you want to mm-hmm, go get a treat, mm-hmm. but why are you pulling on the leash? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, if I could just tell him pulling on the leash isn't going to make the walk any more enjoyable. Yeah. It's not going to get you to the treat faster. Yeah. It's not going to make us go anywhere faster. Yeah. You might as well chill out, dude, yeah. and just enjoy the journey. So, like, I'm approaching it as, like, yeah, kind of, yes. So good. So yes. that's, like, the a little a little preview of, like, kind of what to expect. Um, yeah. I think we're all pulling on the leash in a way. Well, everybody's pulling the leash. Everybody will, you know, another thing Buddy does, I'll try to take him down, like, a new street. He puts the brakes on, and I'm like, dude, you don't even uh, know the cool opportunities down this street. Yes. <laughs> oh, like- my gosh. And then all the adventures that you and Buddy will go on. Yes. I when mean, you, it's just funny because I, so I did get so good. together with Grace before this because we were trying to go over some like <laughs> planning stuff and we ended up not doing any of it. We just like did tarot cards and talked. But I literally <laughs> was saying to Grace that I like, I'm going through this period of like, it feels like I keep having like bad thing happen, bad thing happen, bad thing happen, bad thing happen, bad thing happen. And I'm just sitting here, I'm like, when's it going to be my turn? Like, I feel mm-hmm, like just mm-hmm. like so. What? And so yeah, I definitely am pulling. The, I'm like, come on, let's. And I feel like, right? Yeah. It's also a thing where it's like, if you pull the leash, I like, and I don't, I'm, I don't know if this is like when it comes in the book, but it's like, if you like pull too hard, you break it, or you like go, you know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm. ends up being completely so far away from what you actually wanted. Exactly. Yeah, you can I mean. get lost. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and then also sometimes too, like uh, a big part of the book is, I mean, Buddy's a very food motivated dog, yeah. as I am a food motivated person. True, aren't like we? mother, like son, mm-hmm. totally get it. But he is sometimes so focused on the freaking treats during the walk that I'm like, there's so much else going on yeah. that you could really enjoy right now if you just, you know, paid attention to it. Yeah. If you just paid attention to it. I just let go, let go of this expectation of the treats. Yeah. yeah. The, let go of the expectation of the treats. Just let go of expectations. walk... It's about, it's all about the journey, not the destination. It's all about the journey and, and not the dogs, destination. And for dogs, their destination is technically where they started, too. They're just yeah. going home. <laughs> yeah. Which is same with us. We're, when we die, when we die, we're going back to where we came from. This is a good, this is a really good this metaphor. This is really, really fun. This is a good. really good metaphor. Thank you, guys. This Thanks, really guys. works on so many levels. So I had yeah. a psychic reading done a few months ago uh-huh. um, with my favorite psychic ever. Her name's Gail Alexander. Okay, I don't want to say favorite ever because I love all the psychics I've ever worked with. Yeah. But she is right now at least like very much my go-to girl every few months I do a reading with her. Yeah. Um, and she told me a few months ago, write the children's book. And I've always wanted I've always wanted to write a children's book. Yeah. And yeah. hearing that, I was like, okay, and now I have an idea for three more too. Oh my gosh, three yeah. more. It just it's so fun. And I I know so I like just transitioned to like full time comedy, but yeah. I'm telling myself I just transitioned no. to like full time creativity. Yes. creativity. Yeah, I yeah. don't yes. want to pigeonhole myself. That's so good. I want to do as much as possible. I want to mm-hmm. put myself and my ideas yes. and spirit out into the world. Yeah, no, yes. I love that. I love yeah. that. And I think that that's a trap that so many like 
stand-up comedians fall into of being like too limiting in like their pursuit and like in their creative vision Mm -hmm. of like um you know like you don't have to be constrained to like the traditional means of like of creating like content or art or like right you know um (laughs) and that's so awesome that you're writing a a children's book um i just like i feel like it's well the only other thing i would add to it is i think it's like I think that the pigeonholing comes from like a capitalistic it place. Does. It does. Because people are trying to just like produce a product and they're not focusing on the process any longer. And it's like, I um, I feel like I'm very like discombobulated at all times. Like I always have like five pots on the stove. But part of why I do that is because it's like, there are some times where you like you reach a point with something where you have to just leave it for a second and work on this other thing instead because it's like yeah. you burn yourself out. Yeah. And so if you put like all your eggs in one basket and then you burn those eggs, then you're like have no food. That's not like then the you best. You can't make an omelet. You, you can't, can't make a quesadilla. Yeah. yeah. No quesadillas. <laughs> no quesadillas. But um, no. Yeah. I feel like it's like. Well, and you know what I just like learned recently about like colleges is that like the origin <laughs> of college. <laughs> I love the pivot. <laughs> the origin of the college was like this idea of like uh, everything was um, like going to be like through like a liberal arts lens of like just kind of exploring knowledge and like learning more and becoming more educated like across the board. And then um, really the golden age of like college for like um, the U.S. was like the, the 60s and the 50s. Of course, the golden age was not inclusive. Yes. But, but, <laughs> but, 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 but of course, thing, it was good until, yeah. you know, and then um, and then they were like, well, now we're going to make private, you know. Um, but then like at, like through the 80s, especially like school became more privatized and like focused on like becoming career focused yeah like it's all about like you're you're getting training for a career which is also good for corporations because now you have to go in debt to get training for a career you don't even have when in, it used to be almost every job would train you on the site now they expect like experience and and like a degree yeah and it 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 um and it also has it's made education worse it's made like it, it's it's mm-hmm. and in this this like this idea of like it, it it, it it it's like through everything like and mm-hmm. and it it makes like making art hard cuz it's like you have to think about like the like success aspect of it and like the ability yeah. to support mm-hmm. yourself in like wanting to do it full time but then it becomes a job and yes. jobs are miserable okay so here's the thing yes. i so so viscerally agree with that last week i got like slammed with um uh, I think it, I'm pretty sure it was like the flu that I had and I was so been going around it's been going around yeah. um Ugh. I I felt like sick in like body wise but also like mentally because yeah. I wasn't able to like work the way that I thought I had to where mm-hmm. I was like oh I have to get up and I'm gonna send a certain amount of emails I have to do yeah. this I have to write this yeah and now this week I'm half, I know it's only Tuesday, but like since like Friday last week, I like decided to change my mindset. My body started feeling better. I was like, I know that if I put myself in a mental state where I'm focused not on production or success, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but on enjoyment, that is where the magic happens. And so literally, I've just been focusing on like enjoying my days. And like, I woke up to like, like, and like, creating the biggest thing you've ever done or like making an impact it doesn't have to be hard it Mm. doesn't you don't have to suffer like obviously Mm -hmm. pain is inevitable suffering is optional Mm -hmm, love mm -hmm. my therapist for that quote that is good but like you you don't have to kill yourself to make something good you can just put yourself give yourself time and space to just be and trust Mm. that like the universe sends you everything you need. Yeah. Literally, if you can do that, <laughs> life changes. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like when I'm working on these like big comedic projects, anything yeah. like a podcast, producing a show, it's not the work. The, it, it's not like the work for it. It's not the writing the jokes. It's not the making the poster. It's not talking to somebody. It's not booking people. It's like the stress of like feeling you have to reach like this goal 
Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I feel like ruins it and makes you avoid the work of it. Because mm-hmm. the work of it is fun. And that, that's the reason we all chose to do comedy is because we love it. You know, yeah. that work aspect of it. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I love that approach. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think the only thing I would add is it's just like, I think it's something that like I have to always come back to. Like, I think I sometimes lose sight of, but I even think of like last fall I think it was when I did Big Pine I remember that was one that I was like leading up to it I almost wanted to cancel because I was like I don't want to go all the way to California and like it's gonna be so expensive I kind of broke right now because I just gotten laid off oh yeah and I was like it's going around too what the yeah I was like I was like what the <laughs> I mean well I was like that was my first layoff then I got laid off again well, that, this summer I didn't get laid off I, I quit because I had a mental breakdown but that's another story uh, your mental I, health <laughs> laid you off yes <laughs> but I um they had to get rid of these voices in your head <laughs> <laughs> but I um so it was like I remember it was so funny to me because I'm telling the story all, all out of order but I had done Laugh Factory and Anthony Ramos from Hamilton was oh, in the audience yeah. and he like told me great job and keep going that's so and, like, cool liked my video mm-hmm. and i remember i like i think i did like a sigil that night or something and i don't even remember what it was but it was something related to like my dreams and my goals and i woke up the next day i got laid off and i remember i was like similar to what you said on the victor episode i was just like well this is because i did my sigil like everything's about to take off for me and yeah, yeah. And i feel like it's like almost a, it's ironic there's almost a year later but basically Big Pine came right after that and I was like like I don't think I should go I you know like I'm flying for free but like I'm gonna have to book a hotel I don't have a guaranteed paycheck anymore like what am I gonna do and then like out of the blue my uncle who I hadn't talked to in a really long time who lives in San Diego texted me and he's like your dad told me you're coming to San Diego why didn't you tell me you can stay with us like we want to see you da 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 and I was like oh well then I guess I'll go and it's like awesome because I haven't seen them since before the pandemic and I'd love to like see them catch up with them and I get to the festival and basically they said that there was like the grand prize is like the road scholar award and it would be somebody who like gives really good energy on stage and off stage like generally just like not exciting but like an inspiring person to be around like all across the board and I remember I was like (laughs) I'm not gonna get that and so I was like I'm just gonna have fun you know what I mean like I was like I'm not gonna think about it too hard yeah I feel like typical Jamie would be like let me show up for all the workshops on exact time and kill every Mm -hmm. set and get I was like I'm I was like I know I'm not gonna get this because I don't do traditional stand-up and I'm seeing everybody here so fucking talented and like has way more credits than me so I was like let me just have a fun time and then I was the first woman to ever win it so it's mm. like I really do feel like the things you're saying are so true, but I literally forgot. <laughs> like within the past month, I've found myself not I, doing any of oh, those I, things. So I forget too. I so forget too, and that's a beautiful testament to it. When you honestly, I think it's kind of like Buddy letting go of the treats. So it just opens up room mm-hmm. for things to surprise and delight you. Yeah, yeah. To surprise and delight you. I love that. Wow. It's like honestly, when I I, I feel like it's funny because I was like. Earlier when I was hanging out with Grace, I was um, really stressed about all these things. But, like, as I – you are somebody that I was going to say. It's interesting that Becca was saying, like, you're great at this job, great at this job. I feel like you're somebody who, like, you could show up to – like, how Lana Del Rey showed up to Waffle House and, like, served people in her hometown. Like, you could show up and do that and, like, have the best attitude to make it great. The world is your Waffle House, Grace. Like, the world world is my Waffle House. I love that. And I'm just like, I'm sure – you like anybody has bad days but i do truly just like get so inspired sharing space with you and you make me feel like mm-hmm. oh it's really not that hard like yeah, i'm making it com- more complicated than it is so just like thank yeah thank you, you. yeah thank comple- you. i completely agree That's i so i i think that grace is i just like have seen you too like like do everything like you've ever done and like grow so much like every time and like the work you, you put in and I'm sorry to just like this, uh, this, uh, this, Whoa, my, uh, but I, 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 I just like, I'm very proud to be your friend. And I think just, I'm, I'm impressed by everything ab- about you. Really? So Grace, since you're, you're the star of the show today, you're the woman of the hour. I do want to ask, um, this is like less, you know, <laughs> deep and beautiful as the conversation we've been having so far, but I'm wondering, okay. You have a dinner party okay. at your house. Yeah. Mm. Any four people, living or dead, who would your four guests be? 
Ooh, you that pick is anyone you want. Oh, yeah. anybody, anybody that I want. Okay, and I get four people. I get four. I get four people. Okay. This, this is a famously challenging question. This is really tough. This I, is yeah. This okay. Joan of Arc. Oh yeah, that's good. We there's a lot. She's we could, one no of one ever said anything historical, and I love that. I it's love like, Joan of Arc. The first time I ever learned about her, I think it was in like French class in high school, uh, and they were like, "Yeah, she was this 15 year old girl who like was part of a big old war and revolution." And yeah, I was like, "Oh, I want to be her." That yes. is so, so cool. cool. And then you joined the military and was like, "This is exactly what I thought it was." <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Um, that's why everyone says when they they go through the military is like this is exactly what i thought it was and they told me it would be just as good (laughs) if they can say that (laughs) (laughs) they cannot tell um and if anybody if that joke got by it's because they died okay so (laughs) um okay so joan of arc is there uh-huh. We love that. We do. Princess Diana. Okay. Okay, Princess I Diana. I love Princess Joan of I Arc. love Princess Diana. Love I love I know I think everybody this is like part of our like lexicon now like the the photos of her and the bike shorts. Mm-hmm. Walk, yes. Do you guys everyone know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Bike shorts, big oversized sweatshirt, yes. in the gym, so cool. Like that and that continuously inspires me and also yes. just like being a queen of people's hearts I love that line and I love how dramatic she was I'm a very dramatic person yeah. <laughs> and I love I just love that um, yeah. so they are they are both there mm-hmm. for sure um, okay and then I have two more people left uh, Robin Williams Oh, this is an iconic you know, dinner party. I'm, I'm playing Robin for Chuck. You are. Who are you going to be? Somebody? I am. I'm going to be Pee Wee Herman. You're oh my god! Pee Wee oh Herman. my god! We're we're all playing a, a pa, uh, comedians, comedians who have passed. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, for Halloween. Wait, that's so fun. Yeah. It's it's night of the. I want to say it's like the dead. It's it's like. I'm forgetting the exact wording of it, but I think it's like Night of the Dead Comedians. It's something that Chuck did decades ago, like in its first ideation. Okay. And we had a show fall on Halloween this year. And so we were like, should we bring that back? And we were like, eh, let's, let's, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll see. No, that's so fun. So it'll be fun, I think. I, I volunteered to be Pee Wee and I'm, I'm scared. I got, well, I'm not scared. I like, I fucking loved Pee Wee as a kid. So you I'm got like, this. I'm going to work on that. You got this. Robin um, Williams. Robin Williams. My final person came to me here. Uh, Z-Way. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Z-Way is so yeah. funny. I love Z-Way so much. I would, and I would love to have her at the dinner party so that way she could talk to... Talk to the party guests. Too. <laughs> I would want her. I would want her to to Holding interview them. I would. I time my, to hold Joan of Arc accountable for once. Oh my god! Yeah, we got. <laughs> we have to talk about Joan of Arc. We have. Yeah. We gotta yeah. Get that sorted out. That's. Oh my god. But that'd be my. That'd be my dinner party. And I yeah. Think, I think it would be really fun. That would I'm be sure. a really fun dinner party. I feel like. Um, I feel like Joan would be scared. Because I feel like it's a big jump from where she 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 passed to like. Well, we could no. eat at a medieval times. We'll eat at a medieval oh, times. Oh what gosh. am I thinking? Okay, wait. That actually that would be so fun, though. <laughs> that would be so iconic been, if you ate it. But I heard I you eat with your to hands. Eat with a medieval time. I I would kill. I was kill say, or die. I was gonna say. So you're 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 at medieval times with the center party. Yes. Who are the like? <laughs> I we could pick like celebrities or famous. You know. <laughs> past soldiers who are the two people fighting like who are who's are there's i think there's four at medieval times who are the four jousters <gasps> right now because i'm obsessed with the olivia rodrigo taylor swift feud <laughs> um, there's a feud there's a feud Ugh. um it's it's a quiet food feud it's a it's quiet food it's it's okay, uh, it's it's shh, chicken no it's uh it's um a quiet feud but it is going on also- because it's a cold war. <laughs> so they would just be sitting on opposite sides of the arena just Yeah. No. Swords just 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 mm. They would be writing songs about each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would write songs about each other and then they would throw them at 
at each other. <laughs> Just the paper with the song. Yeah, they would they would get on the horse and then smash the song lyrics <laughs> into each other's faces. That's the type of jousting I want to see. Yeah, Honestly, that yeah, it's pretty fun. I also am wondering, just because we brought up Taylor Swift, this Travis Kelsey thing. Do we think that they're gonna actually be together? Or is it? Is I it hope a, that she's just dating and having fun. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I feel like... Because I also saw a video of them. This is literally like a three-second video. But I saw a video of them, like, leaving the game that she was at the other day. Yeah. And he, like... Like, there was, like, a lot of people around whatever. And he just, like, kind of, like, was not, like, touchy with... I don't know. I don't know. I think if I were Taylor Swift... I probably I would want you know a guy to do like the the sidewalk thing where they like walk on a specific side of the sidewalk to, yeah. Interesting. I so the body language is feeling body language. The that's body, what I'm trying yes, to say. Yes, yes, yes. The yes. body language wasn't there. It wasn't there to, to where you know I will. It, it remains to be seen what what will come of this because I, I didn't he like say that like the first thing was like that he asked her and then he couldn't she like he couldn't get a hold of her or something. I think he handed. Like, he wanted to hand her himself a friendship bracelet with his number on it, but they, like, made it pass through her team. So he didn't feel good about the fact that he didn't get to do it himself. Oh. Oh, and then... Interesting. And then she... Then the next thing we know of it is basically that... Her at the game, I think. Her at the game. I loved the photos of her at the game. Her at the game was really... Yeah. yeah. I was just like, you go, girl. Like, you could dump him next week, and I'm still rooting for you. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. And she might. I I also (laughs) saw... She like she like you know how like for her concert she's like in a cleaning supplies uh like they, she gets brought out in like a box of cleaning supplies oh, like yeah. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody I saw the popcorn and, like, thing and now she yeah she was in a popcorn thing which it didn't like like to get out of like Travis Kelsey's um like sweet or something I don't know but like it didn't even look like a popcorn machine it was just like a big metal fridge with like popcorn <laughs> yeah, on top yeah there was just a bag I'm of like, loose popcorn I'm on top like, that just, this is not a, a good decoy at all yeah um, if anything is drawing attention I wonder if it's like I will say the last thing I'll say about the Travis and Taylor thing I wonder if it's just like they've not had any opportunity to just be one on one it sounds like all of these things are like through a team or like your mom and they, eight people they are there they have it this right? She wouldn't have shown up to the game if they hadn't had the opportunity to be a one. True, and that also it's why was it's a choice yeah, by yeah. her to yeah. let people know that they're together. Like that has to be a choice. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like I don't know. Like I get that. Like even like if you're dating somebody, you'd want to go to the game, but it's like you don't have to go to the game. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and yeah. and uh, I I do think that this might just be a PR thing. I'm I, maybe I'm too cynical about it all, you know. I don't know. I don't. I would kill to meet Taylor Swift to know what she's like because I feel like she's genuine. I think that she's genuine and like also good to the people she works with. Yeah, but I also think she's kind of like a ruthless businesswoman who will like she's kind strategic. of you know oh, what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like and like I don't think she'd be like mean to you but i also think like she would like not she's like gonna do what it takes <laughs> does, does that make sense she's a winner she's a winner she's she a winner. is a winner yeah, she's a winner I feel uh, like- she, she's a winner she i mean it's insane how she's been able to like this this year has been insane i've been like she's like the biggest thing ever like yeah, yeah. Um, it's cuckoo banana pants i'm going to see her in indianapolis i'm going to see her in indianapolis too what day yeah, are you going i don't know <laughs> my, my friend bought the tickets. I yeah. just was like, I'm there. That's so yeah. fun. I was going to say, I, I'm going November 4th. I think that I, not think, I basically, the tickets It's November were, 4th of next year. Next year, 2024. That's how yes. long the tour is, too. And that's we're going what's kind year. of insane. Because yes. you have to think, she is touring the world for years. <laughs> like, like, not just a year. Like, wow. which is like cuckoo banana pants, like the amount of like- the longevity, the longevity yes. of that. That would be really exhausting to live. Oh, I mean, even though like she has the best accommodations in the world, obviously, like still yeah. like. But you're still doing that that two and a half hour show every single yeah. night. Not yeah. every night, but like pretty much every night of the week. I I mean, I all I was gonna say is it's like, I feel like it kind of reminds me of we've discussed this in previous episodes with pop stars. I feel like it's like female pop stars will have the same like cunning strategic business minds 
as men in other industries and will come across as like cunty. I know that's something that we said about Madonna and it's like, it's, it, it is, I do think part of it is like, but I think that it was cunty when the men did it, and I think it's also cunty when the women. You do think it. it's, it's? I just think full that it's. Stop. I think yeah. that like, to me, it's like when I'm like, when I hear that, I'm like, but I think what men in business do and the strategic moves they make and like the the things they do to get ahead at like the cost of like. So sometimes the one thing about Taylor Swift, and I'm gonna get murdered for this thank god nobody watches this button again. <laughs> oh. again. um watch out honey 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 it's blowing up honey, it's blowing up it's um honey. but is is that like she i feel like she is a little shameless in asking for people to buy things and i know that like everybody has to be to like make money anywhere or make money in the music industry so like i'm but like i'm like you're selling 14 different versions of this album that each have one song and you're like I, I, some of that stuff comes off as a little, like, I'm like, you, you have enough money. You know what I mean? Like, it, it comes off as a little, I, I, that those those are the things that sometimes, but I think it's, it's gro- gross when men do it. And I think it's also like, this comes to like the capitalism thing But she too. also does good things with her money. Yeah, she does do good things. Like she mm-hmm. treats the people that yes, work for her that is very so important. well. Like, and the do, fact she that connects she gave... with her fans too. Yeah. On a whole other level. You see, that part is sometimes a little bit... But a little bit culty to me a little bit sometimes. Yes, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm. I love Taylor Swift, and I'm a fan of her. Well, I, she, I mean, she has a cult following. She yeah. has a cult following. Yeah. It, yeah. but it, it's like hard for her not to do in the same way of yeah. like, if you're writing personal songs about your life and like you're very famous and talented and cool, and you're, you know, of course people are gonna like follow you like willingly. It's just, I and and I also think that like it's impossible to have that perspective. Yeah. Uh, like when like you're a Taylor Swift, like the way you look at the world just has to be completely different. Like mm-hmm. because yeah, like I I don't know. It's 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 interesting. I Yeah. I like Taylor Swift. I I, I want to go on record with that. No, no, and I was I, I my thing is just like I wouldn't be going to see her in Indianapolis if I didn't. Yeah, you wouldn't go. I mean, I think it's like I guess my what I run into concern about with Taylor's fans, me being one as well, mm-hmm. is I feel like it can be so hardcore oh, love yeah. or hate, and it's like I can love her while also saying this one thing was kind of, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Well, so like the the, the big thing for me, the, and this is the Olivia Rodrigo feud, is you know Deja Vu? Yes. Um, I know you get Deja Vu. Taylor Swift sued her for that part of the song because uh, it sounds like the one part in Cruel Summer she goes, um, I love you, ain't that the worst thing you ever heard? And got oh. 50% of the royalties for that song. Do you know what I mean? Like, these are the things where I'm like, well, this is a, I, but like, that's a business decision. It's that a you, business decision. You know, and, um, and she, she made probably a ton of money off of that huge hit song being paid royalties to her. But it's like, that's a younger artist. I think that that's bad for art. Those kind of lawsuits that like, like, I think it's really gone out of control mm-hmm. the way people will sue people for songs sounding alike. And I'm well, like, and it's like, I think also I, I the point that I would bring up just given that situation i think i might have already said this in a previous episode but it's like isn't she recreating every album because scooter braun did a similar thing to her so then to do that to another young artist it's just it's giving the same energy of like Nicki minaj every time a new artist comes into the rap scene like it's just like Mm -hmm. women should be lifting other women up why are we Mm -hmm. doing like predatory kind of like yeah it it just it gives caddy if and and it could be that it was like she sued when it could yeah. be like maybe that was her team's call, but it's like you also as artists like could be like ah, oh, yeah. You she <laughs> definitely had the power to shut that down. I yeah. like, but like that's that's how like artists make money off of like intellectual property. But like that whole thing is is kind of fucked up. That's like how Disney's become so popular. It's not because they've always been the most creative, but they have like these like big cultural images branded and then they sue the fuck out of anybody who like infringes on that. And that's how they make money more than they do off of like the products Mm -hmm. even, you know? Um, And, and so of course, like as a business person, 
Taylor Swift is going to do the Disney move and sell sell for. But like to me, that's hard for me to swallow. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah. But it's like, but I don't know what happened. I don't know. Like maybe Olivia Rodrigo did something that really pissed her off behind the scenes. That made- I, w- I was about to say we we don't know like mm-hmm. what what their interactions were leading up to that like yeah. lawsuit yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. There's just like a lot that one. Have you ever felt like you could could sue a comedian for a a joke or a bit they do or like a piece of? I just got the idea. We should do like a a a court, a comedy court, comedy court, (gasps) (laughs) comedy court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've always wanted to do a video that's like, and this is another person who like I love deeply, but like. I, actually, Amy Schumer inspired me to go into comedy in some ways. I yeah. love I I love I love, I love Amy Schumer. But have you seen the joke stealing compilation videos? Yeah, and I've got to say, and some of them are not nonsense to me. Okay, but some of them I'm like, Ugh. yes, no, some of them have like le- le- legitness. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Literally, there? yeah, like legitimacy, legitimacy, legitimacy. Yeah. <laughs> legitimate. Mm-hmm. Some of them <laughs> truly do have legitimacy. Yeah, and that. I'm like, what happened? But I also sometimes huge comedians like that too, um, buy jokes. That's the other thing about it is like, do we know for sure that this is something that she wrote or that a writer wrote? You know? Yeah. 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 And I think I think that like some things parallel thought is possible as well. But it's like, I, the reason I say that is because it's like, I like I've toured with Randy. Felt face and he like in his I don't want to give away his new hour but he literally touches on the fact that like one of his biggest jokes is a joke about blueberries are fucking purple it's a George Carlin joke mm. and he like was doing it in Australia got so you know like blew up online with it and somebody was finally like Carlin much in the comments and he was like hmm and he like did his research and he goes fuck and it's like he didn't do that on purpose like no. he literally yeah. just thought of that thought it was an original idea is in a completely different country right was more of a um whatever other comedian at the time fan so just wasn't aware that Carlin had done that joke already right so it's like sometimes it is innocent like it is sometimes just yeah. oh yeah. my and also no artist too especially someone I mean Amy Schumer's very smart. Yeah. She's a very yeah. smart woman. I don't I I would have a very hard time seeing her behind the scenes being like, "Okay, now I'm going to steal this person's I don't, joke." <laughs> That's the thing is honestly, I have a hard time believing most comedians would do that, especially like somebody like Amy Schumer. I like I just don't think it would be worth it in the but, <laughs> yeah. like and and it doesn't like and it just seems so like it's something that comedians would hate you for. You know what I mean? And like, and she's very much loved by yeah, the comedy community. Yeah, and I've heard also mm-hmm. amazing things about like the people who've like worked for her, who've like opened for her and stuff um, about like working with her and just how like nice she is. Um, but it is, it is a great situation because some of those it's too, especially like some of the sketches on her show. It's like, Two one to one, like there's n- apps. Uh, there's no way. Yeah. But also, I recently had this. I think I sent both of you this video I know exactly of like a comedian yeah. Yeah. who has a joke that's verbatim mine, yeah. and not verbatim. It's like everything is like twisted to the side, like by one degree, but it goes like right down like the the it's line of my it joke. The same beats. It's the exact same beats, and it is. I'm like I'm like I. It's a weird situation to be in because yeah. I've I've had this mindset. I'm like, we all like kind of steal from each other on purpose and on accident. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that art's better that way. And I think actually this like intensity of like, this is sort of my joke and I'm going to sue you or this is sort of my song. And, I, you know, yeah. I think that's gotten yeah. that's not good for and I think it's like blown things out of proportion. Um, but like but also like I'm like. But I think that's my joke, and and I'm like, and I'm like, did yeah. they steal it or is it parallel? Well, and it's like a, it's a. I've been in the room a couple times, truly, I think literally just two times, where somebody has said a joke on stage, and then they like they have a great set, and then they they get off, and like I have witnessed this where someone else has approached them and been like, hey, that was awesome. Just a heads up, this comedian has a has a pretty similar yeah, joke. Yeah, just wanted to let you know, and like. 
I think mm-hmm. it is everybody's due diligence and in because we're part of a community. Yes. Whether you like it or not, this is a community. Yeah. Get with the program. If you see someone on stage doing someone else's thing, just do them a solid. Yeah. Yeah. And like it doesn't have to be a big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just just let them know, hey, this person says something really similar. I and mean, let them I, do what they want to do with that. All I was gonna add is like for me on both sides of the coin, I remember I was talking to a friend and like being like I, I liked this boy at the time and I was like, Oh, I'm so sad, da, da, da. and she was like this is also a comedian, she was yeah. like, Oh, he looks like someone drew from memory a basic white guy and I was like, That's so fucking funny and yeah. I made it a lyric in, in a song about the whole situation. Uh-huh. And then like I told her, I was like, Is it okay if this is a lyric if I credit you? And she's like, Yeah, sure. And like I still sometimes when I think about it, I'm like Oh, I feel so bad because maybe she wanted to say that in a joke, but it was in reference to somebody that I was dealing with, and so it was, was like. Was she a comedian? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, but she said it was okay. But then, oh, but we all give jokes. to Yeah, each other. we do all yeah, give yeah. jokes yeah. to each other too. Yes. I will say, r- recently I had. A, <laughs> this is an insane thing of me to ask somebody, but I had a comedian who did this bit on stage, and it was like an alti bit, and mm-hmm. I was had this homework show coming up, and I'm like, this joke would work great for me, and I'm, I was like, can I do this for this one show? And then she was like, no. <laughs> no, you cannot. You're like, and then I okay. felt like so like, oh, I'm like, That's I'm like, so I kind of thought she would say yes. But also, I love you know, that you asked, though. I did. Yeah. Ask, well, I was, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to steal the joke. And yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. need the joke. But I'm like, I'm but also sometimes and I feel like this is like, I feel like sometimes you want to like. For me, like, when I'm listening to music, I'm, like, living in the song and, like, experiencing, like, what it would be like to, like, you know, feel these emotions and, like, perform this. And I feel like I'm, I, I, like, saw that joke, too, and I was like, I want to live in that joke. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, like, experience what that, like, and I also thought about Ali Drapos's, uh... Co- song joke. I'm coming, I'm coming. Or no, that she's one. coming, she's, she's coming. coming. Kickball change, kickball change. We all know we are prepared. the townspeople and Ali. Yeah. I, think, I, mean, I, could do I think there should be a show just called the Ali Drapo show where every Everyone. comedian just does her set. Yeah, and we all just get to we all just get to experience what it's like to to to, to do say it. those jokes. They said I looked like they're the so squirrel good. from. Oh God! <laughs> Wait, no. Ice Age. Yes. I love yeah. the squirrel from Ice Age. I wish. If there were cartoon things that were real, I would be best friends with. It would be the uh, Squirrel from Ice Age, yes. the Cinnamon Toast Crunch cartoon, yes, Minions, and then the Scrubbing Bubbles guy. The oh, other, the other dinner at Medieval Times. Yeah, that, the, the, that, the, those were my four animated yes. um, other dinner guys. Wait, okay, the Scrubbing Bubbles. Oh, I also really quickly want to ask you. As somebody who has now been the host of the Laugh Factory open mic for mm-hmm. over a year. Yeah, it'll be two years in January. Wow. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I, know. I love, I love. That is from both of us having been workers there and also comedians. That's attracts a lot of insane people and insane <laughs> situations. And what's like some of the wildest things that have happened to you at the Laugh Factory open mic? Oh, uh, oh my you, God. Honestly, not too much has like gone awry. One time, this happened like probably three months ago. Um, it was so funny. I remember right before I went up. Sometimes I jokingly say, but it sometimes helps me. I'm like, this is gonna be the best set of my life. Yeah. And like, I remember turning to somebody on the side of the stage, another comedian, who's like, watch this. This is gonna be the best set of my life. And then I go up there, um, and I was so excited, and the crowd like just was kind of giving me nothing, and I was like. Okay, that's fine. And then and then I I made a joke. Somebody heckled me, and it wasn't a funny heckle. Oh. It was like it was like a rude one from all the way in the back. Oh. And I I shut it down, but I did not do it in a funny way. Yeah. And, oh, and I hate that. Was, you know. What? And I tanked. I tanked. I tanked the energy in the room. And then I was like, well, I guess I gotta bring it back up. So I tried to do my jokes, but you could clearly tell I did not want to do my jokes. And then, and they weren't going well at all. And then I just had to turn. I was on the stage. I had to turn away. <laughs> and, I had, and I had to like tell myself that I was okay. And then somebody in the audience just goes, "We love you, Grace. It's okay." 
<laughs> and then I started to cry. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fine, you got it. Yeah, it was like, you know that feeling that you get in your throat? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's that's honestly my reaction to what Grace just said too. That's like fair. that is a glass spilling moment. Are you okay though, Beckett? The way you just scooped up the water <laughs> you with your hands, nothing. not just the ice. You said nothing at all. Um, you just very quietly, like, icefully in your lap, just. I um. This is I, a beautiful moment. I Sometimes you gotta give your bush an ice bath. And <laughs> <laughs> I know I do. I've always said that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, I know. Literally, though, I don't. No, I'm kidding. I, the um, most insane thing. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I got distracted. By, so I literally forgot what, what we were talking about. Grace crying at the Laugh Factory. Grace crying. Yeah. But I do. At the I, Laugh Factory. The Laugh Factory. The, Mike. Laugh. <laughs> the Laugh Factory. Mike. I have cried at the Laugh Factory, I think, probably two or three times. Oh, I've cried like... A hundred? I've definitely <laughs> cried at the Laugh Factory a I lot. I mean, I cry everywhere all the time. Me True. Too. I have cried at the Me Lincoln too. Lodge, too. Oh, I cry there more than the Laugh Factory for some reason. I've never you cried know, at Zany's. Knock on wood. I, I can confirm that this this is a pretty heavy tier table. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this is a, the three of us really kind of hold our own in the crying department, I will say. Yeah. I um, You, you want to join the crying we got it covered. We actually don't need any more. Yeah, we're, 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 we, we, we could fill a river. Um, but the one of the most insane things the Laugh Factory open mic that I've ever heard of, and I, I, I don't know if you've heard of this or this mystery was cool. solved. Okay. But allegedly at one point, yes. there were, do you remember when there were trash cans on the Laugh Factory because the <laughs> stage, because the roof was oh, leaking? Oh, the roof, yes. yeah. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. During, like, while I believe Alex was hosting, at one point, Puke showed up in one of the garbage cans, but they, but people are adamant that the Puke was not there before the show began, like, the open mic began, and was, and and so they think it must have happened on stage. I don't know how this okay. is possible. I don't yeah. know about that, but I do know that I heard about someone like this happened um, at the 730 show on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. like probably six months ago. An audience member did throw up. No. Yeah. That happened at um, House of Blues <laughs> once. Where, where... I'm sorry, Sheboygan, the woman vomiting into the cup. Oh, right. Yes, yes. Oh, oh, my God. When Jamie was performing in Sheboygan, a woman threw up into her cup, like, <laughs> like, like in the front row. And she was, like, the fun audience member. So like, I she have was... thrown up into a cup before. Good for Well, I, okay. you know, I think it happens um, the best of us. It was us. in college. And what I was broke my occasion? finger, like, right before, too. Not not that. Yeah. I So, so my my school, um, I went I went to school in up in Canada where... In Quebec, the drinking age is 18. So, oh, so oh, yeah. heavy drinking culture there. But it was mm-hmm. my senior year. Senior year, you did this thing called Faculty Olympics. And basically, no. all the schools would get together and it was drinking Olympics for the week. The whole <laughs> week, I was just yes. drunk. Yeah. And they Funny. took us out to like this random little island area for like one night of the of the Olympics. And then we all got on like those big coach buses to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went back and I was, I was by myself. Um, and uh, I tr- really had to throw up. I really had to throw yeah. up. And there was a bathroom in the back of the bus, so I started yeah. heading back there, and I, like, opened it, and then, like, a... a sorry to describe in this way, but kind of like a s- traditional, like, frack guy was like, it's broken, you can't go in there. And I was like, well, I need to go in. And and I tried yeah. again, and he slammed the door on my finger. No! Yes. Yes, and I was, I was, but I was like so drunk that I like didn't even realize that I broke my finger because I just still needed to puke. So it's like fine. So I went and I sat down next to this random guy who had, <laughs> who was holding McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I look over at him when the bus like the engine turns on. I look over at him and I'm like, Hey, are you done with your drink? And he he looks at me and he's like, Sure. And I'm like, Thank you. And I just took it, opened up the cup, yeah in the cup put the lid back on and I was like thank you so much oh my god I love oh, it though what a queen what a chaotic what an icon. that is iconic chaotic chaotic I yeah. do have to have us go into the song because we are at the end at okay. this point but That's I do want to I do want to ask um, <laughs> this is so fun 
just quick question for everybody wildest place you've ever puked we'll just round robin it might be the cup for you but it's the wildest place you've puked bucket you know i have have to say that one I'm, I'm very proud of myself as a puker i i i, I think that the best system is always just to let go and just let the puke happen i agree but i don't i can't think of that many oh one time in ireland my i we were like i was six and i remember laying on my cousin's head and like (laughs) i was laying on her lap in the car and we kept going in circles and circles and i was like the the really young cute cousin and she was like Mm -hmm. older and she was like, oh, my God. Like, I remember her, like, gesturing and, like, telling people to, like, look at, like, my head, like, on her lap because it was so cute. And then I yacked all over. And, yeah. But in my, uh, uh, like, teenage to adult life, I've always made it to the to the toilet or a, a trash can or an alley. That's fine. An alley is <laughs> you an know, alley. Or an alley like, is the city trash can. <laughs> totally. Totally. So um, I, I've been lucky in that way. Yes. How about you? Um... Cup was the weirdest, but if I could like flex, like where like the, yeah. the coolest place I've ever puked, yeah, please, would be the Kennedy Center. Oh, I oh. love that. Yeah, they're very, very bougie bathroom. I was seven. I was there to see My Fair Lady with my grandparents Ooh. and my mom. First act, and I realized that I was ruining the whole day. But I was like, "Mom, I gotta, I gotta oh, go," and oh, I wrecked no, that bathroom. Worst. Yeah, that's oh. the worst when you're sick for like a really like kind of like special event that can't. Yeah. I was sick during my preschool graduation too. Oh, oh no! Yeah. No. Yeah. <sighs> what about um, you, Jamie? I mean, yeah, I feel like it's uh, pretty gross and not fun, but um probably like the most weird ones would be um into a mcdonald's paper bag you go girl while driving a car (laughs) Mm, mm. and on a penis that one is scarring yeah jarring that happens upsetting that happens that does happen it does (laughs) it does happen i've really kind of i feel like brought, brought myself back from the edge of that a few times you know what i mean where yes. like you like you're like you, you caught it in the gullet and kind of did a, a swallow back yeah yes. situation i've i've had that happen a few times luckily still not thrown up on z dick yet yes well zero wood. stars Fingers do not recommend crossed. it was Knock also the wood. first time i ever was doing that it's so, so i just didn't know yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now you you gotta you gotta learn how to ride the bike. Yeah. Yeah. When I feel like the man in the situation was kind of pulling on the leash. Yes. You know? And don't oh. pull on the leash. The man was pulling on the leash. Pulling get on. your oh. hand off of my head. Yeah, get your hand off of my head. Children's book story. What a beautiful <laughs> so children's book ending. I ruined it. I'm the sorry, man, Grace. I'm sorry. The man making me gag was pulling the leash. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, just enjoy the journey, okay? Um. But we need to do the song because I feel okay, like okay. an hour and a okay. minute in. So thank you so much, Becca. Our amazing accompanist is going to take it away one last time for us. This is epic. This has been amazing. Thank you. Oh yeah, just enjoy the walk. It's a real nice sunny day. Don't pull on the leash and waste it all away. You gotta keep walking, keep, keep walking, yeah. And talking, talking, and walking, yeah. Enjoy the ride, it's bump, 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 bumping, yeah. Enjoy the ride, Grace, take it over. I don't care if you're my dog or my boyfriend, but True. don't pull on the leash. 
Don't do that. It's rude. Stop focusing on the destination, sweetie, and enjoy the journey with me. Ooh, enjoy your ride. Don't tug on the leash. Enjoy the journey you're still doing. Don't tug. On the leash, enjoy the journey. That's my bad. I was tugging on the leash. I was tugging on the leash. I was tugging on the leash. Tugging on the leash. Tugging on the leash. When I should not tug on the leash. Tugging on the leash. Enjoy the journey. Tugging on the leash. Sometimes we tug on the leash. Tug on the leash. Enjoy the journey. Tug on the leash. Tug on the leash. Enjoy the journey. Don't tug. On that leash, enjoy the journey. Wind on the beach, don't tug on the leash. Don't tug on the leash. Woo! Don't tug on the leash. Don't tug on the leash. Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Yeah, thank you so much. We love you. We're going to put the Instagram of Miss Grace Baylor in the description of this episode. So Mm -hmm. if you're like, oh my God, I love Grace. I have to follow her. I have to keep up with her. I want to read that book when it's done. I want to see her on stage. You'll just follow her on Instagram and you can. Amazing. Amazing. We love you. you. This has been the Big Finish Podcast. I am Jamie Schreiner. And I'm Becca Kenny. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, Launch Christine. This is the Big Finish at Lincoln Lodge. We're about to get it on the show. So come on, everybody, and get the show on the road. Let's get it on the road.